So today's episode really has kind of two key takeaways that I am hoping you guys will walk away from. One is the concept of you can't plan your way to perfection. You guys, believe me, I've tried. I've tried for years. (laughs) It doesn't work. And I am learning and I am getting better at letting that go. And secondly, another takeaway that I really want you guys to walk away from with this episode is just reaffirming again and understanding the importance of if you play a lot of roles, particularly a mom role, it is okay to prioritize things for you over being a mom sometimes. And that doesn't make us bad moms. Mom guilt is, is there. It's real. It's hard. But I want to share with you the importance of sometimes stepping forward and doing something that's important to you, even if you're feeling torn a little bit. So I am going to share with you guys something that happened last month. You may have witnessed it live if you were in my last top boot camp, but it is the time that my husband broke his toe on day one of a live training to hundreds of people. So I hope that maybe you chuckle a little bit, but most importantly, I hope you guys can can walk away with those two key takeaways here today. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife, and just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. I'm Megan Sumrall, your hostess here. Today, I want to share with you guys a, a true story that happened to me just last month. But the reason why I think it's important to talk about this and share this story is, you know, just the story from the outside just might give you a chuckle. It might not. But what I really want to dig into is the backstory and everything that led up to this event. And then most importantly, what was going on in my mind and the importance of kind of learning how to let go a little bit and roll with the punches. So rolling with the punches is not not a strong suit of mine. It never has been. I am very much a naturally structured person. I'm a plan maker. I was raised in a household where the phrase was always to be early is to be on time. I'm a planner by heart. And I am someone that really prefers to know that the entire path and the end result Now, I will say over the last particularly seven to 10 years, I have come a long way on my journey on learning how to trust the process, on learning how to adjust, on learning to set a goal without necessarily knowing what what steps and how it's going to go along its path. And I am very thankful for that. And that's kind of why I wanted to share this story with you guys today. Because if you are someone who maybe hesitates to try new things or hesitates to commit to something because there's too many unknowns, something could come up, you're not quite sure what the plan is, this is what this, this story and this conversation is going to be all about. 
So you may have attended one of my top boot camps. I run them about every six to eight weeks. It's a free five-day program where I really kind of help you jumpstart understanding all things time management, organization, and productivity so that you can really maximize your time and do it without being overwhelmed. Well, I was getting ready to an end because a lot of effort and time goes into these. I plan out when I'm holding them well in advance. Like many of you guys, I've got a lot of things I'm juggling with my schedule between motherhood and right now in the middle of the pandemic, that adds an interesting twist, home life, all of that stuff, right? So I had been doing my kind of three-month planning. I knew when my next boot camp was going to be. I had structured everything around it to make sure that I had stuff lined up for my daughter, all that stuff, right? Well, then we get a notice from school that the school dates had completely changed. And I had proactively picked this particular window for running the boot camp, making sure that it aligned with that. Well, the new date came out and now school was going to be starting on the same week of the boot camp. So I had to sit down and my initial thought was just forget it. Like, I'm just not even going to do it. And I said, no, this is important to me. So what can I do? So I changed the entire dates of the boot camp because I knew the first week of school was likely going to be a little bit bumpy and I really didn't know what to expect. And I know that this boot camp is something where I need to have set times where I am present teaching live to hundreds of people. So adjusted the whole dates of the boot camp, which has a trickle effect on absolutely everything, but kind of regrouped and said, this is going to be great. The fact that I was even able to do that, I couldn't have done that 10 years ago. That would have totally derailed me. So all systems are in place. And then about a month later, we get a notice that the dates for school changed again. (laughs) And now the dates were going to change. And guess what? They were changing to the week that I had decided to move the boot camp to. At first I was frustrated, but then I just started laughing. I'm like, of course it did. If I had just kept the original date, everything would have been fine. So I was stuck looking at my calendar, wondering how am I going to make this work? Because now the week that I was scheduled to do the boot camp was going to be an orientation week. And we were not given any details of what orientation week looked like. They just said they won't be doing school every day. We'll send you more details. So my initial thought was I have to move the boot camp again. But at this point, I already had several hundred people signed up for it with that date. So I had to do a lot of soul searching and figure out what I wanted to do. So I sat down with my husband. We talked through it. He's like, you know what? You stick with it. You've got your dates. You've got your time you know, I'm here, we'll make it work. So I set forth with that date in mind. The week before the boot camp was to kick off, we finally got notice of what orientation looked like. And it meant that multiple times during the week, there would be a one hour in-person event. And of course, can you guess when that one hour is? Of course you can. It was at the exact time that I was supposed to be (laughs) behind my camera delivering live training. And the reason I'm giving you all these details is because sometimes I think when we're in a position in our life where it feels like the hits just keep coming, we feel like we're alone in that, right? We're like, God, everybody else's life just looks so, so put together, or it looks like everything just works out for them. The reality is it's not true. We are all dealing with this kind of stuff all 
the time. So yet again, I'm stuck going, oh, now the mom guilt's kicking in because I'm thinking I really should be the one to take her to these orientations because I'm usually the one that handles that stuff. But I've got this commitment that is also really important to me. So my husband and I talked about it. He's like, no, absolutely. I am going to run that orientation week. I will be able to take her like we're covered. But on the inside, I'm thinking, is this a good idea? Is this a good idea? Because of course, control freak tendency set in, right? Where you're like, no, I want to be the one to do it. But this boot camp is something that's important to me. And my family knows that. And I'd already made a commitment. And, you know, the number of people joining it were getting higher and higher. So now here we are. The boot camp has started. It is the very first day of the boot camp. This was a day where my daughter was home. There was no orientation. You know, my husband works full time from home as well. And I had for many days been lining up with everybody from 11.45 in the morning to 12.30. I am 100% unavailable. There's no interruptions. There's no knocking on my you know, office door, which is glass. No quiet whispering, no holding up signs, like absolutely not. I'm live training, no exceptions. So you know, the overly planner in me kicks in. I am making sure I am covering every possible base I can. I'm making sure my daughter knows if there's any emergencies, go to your dad. I'm making sure my husband knows he's not scheduling conference calls during that time in case there is an emergency. I'm making sure that nobody is downloading large content from the internet so that way I know my streaming is live. I mean, you know, all the things, right? We're going to check off our plan A, B, C, D, E, I am, by default, always fighting an instinct of planning to perfection. Yet I know, I know that's not possible. You cannot plan your way to perfection. Yet it still doesn't prevent me sometimes from trying. So here we are, day one of the boot camp, come in my office, get all my notes out, I'm ready, do my tech test, everything's fine. Noon is when I'm supposed to go live. I start up on live. Within the first three minutes, several hundred people are on joining. Everything is going great. Minute about four, all of the sudden, I hear, I can hear out of my side, my daughter crying. And I have glass windows kind of off to the side or doors, French doors to the side of my office. And out of the corner of my eye, I can see her standing there and she's crying. And I'm still in training mode, but now the gears start going in the back of the head, right? And so I start thinking, what do I what do I do? Do I just stop the training? I'm like, no, no, no. My husband will hear. He'll come down. He'll handle it because she knows emergencies go to dad. Well, it continues on. It continues on. The crying is getting louder. Now I start hearing the, but mom, it's an emergency coming from her. I'm thinking, where is my husband? I'm getting frustrated, right? Yet I'm still training. Thank goodness I had my notes and I've done this so much that I was able to keep going because I'm having like this entire inner monologue conversation in the back of my head. Well, finally it gets louder and she's like, but mom, the emergency is dad. And that's when I stopped and went, this was not in my plan A through Z. I had not come up with a backup plan for what to do during this window of time if the emergency actually does involve your dad. So I paused in the middle of the training and said, excuse me, please, camera's still rolling, everybody's still there. So I lean over and you know, I said, what's going on? And she's like, it's dad, mom, I think he broke his toe. 
So I paused for a minute and I said, okay, I'll be there in just a minute, just in hopes of her maybe kind of going back to him. And now I'm thinking in the back of my head, what am I going to do about this? Now I know my husband well to know he's a pretty tough guy. He has sustained significant injuries far beyond a broken toe. And I've got maybe 15 minutes left of content and I don't hear him anywhere. So obviously he's not in agony. And if he really needed something, he would come. So I make the split second decision, what felt like a you know two hour conversation in my head to continue to deliver the training and then go handle this. So I'm moving on with the training. We get back in gear and a few minutes later, I can hear some background noise and I can hear my husband talking very calmly in the home. So I know he's okay at this point. I'm like, all right, we're good. So complete the training and the training go in. I'm like, what in the world happened? Well, they were out doing a project in the garage and a very large piece of equipment fell right on my husband's toe and it split the toenails. It was a pretty gory scene out there. And my daughter absolutely did the right thing by coming to find me because it was a, it was a scary situation and she was worried for him. So why go through this entire story and tell you guys about the time my husband broke his toe on my crazy live. Well, here is what I want you to take away from this. There's a couple of things. First and foremost, and I said it during the story, is you can't plan your way to perfection. You can't. You can come up with plan A, B, C, all the way through backup plan Z, which you know I thought I had, And I guarantee you there's going to be a new letter formed and something you couldn't even fathom is going to pop up that is, you know, going to throw you a curveball. And just because you can't plan your way to perfection, friends, does not mean you shouldn't do it. I was able to complete the boot camp that day. I came back and make sure everyone knew that my husband was fine. And we had a fantastic week together. And the folks that went through the boot camp got a lot out of it. And I was exactly where I was supposed to be that day, doing something that was important to me that was serving so many others. Was it perfect? Absolutely not. Did I try and cover my bases to the best of my ability? Yes. Now, did I know that this was going to be potentially risky because everybody's at home and Zoom's been in and out and all this crazy stuff? I did. And I almost let it prevent me from holding that particular boot camp many, many times. The change in school schedules, the uncertainty of the technology, finally realizing everybody was going to be here. I had a million reasons to back out of it because I didn't feel like I could plan it to perfection. But I went ahead and did it anyway. And was it a little bumpy on that first day? Yes. Were there some other funny, I wish I had some like candid camera reels of things happening during some of the other live trainings that week? (laughs) Yes. Finally, by day four, I think I told my family I was going to wrap, like put them in bubble wrap and just like set them down and tell them they weren't allowed to move during that 30 minutes. But It still happened and it wasn't perfect. And that was okay because the end result was still fantastic. Now, here's the other thing that I want to talk about as well outside of the, you know, inability to plan your way to perfection is also the underlying thing that was really, really eating away at me was mom guilt. 
guys, it is something I still struggle with. And I know most, I'm sure dad guilt is a thing too. I'm just going to say mom guilt because I'm a mom. I'm not a dad. So that's what I can relate to. But this constant pull and urge and feeling to always put things that are important to ourselves, to us as people, as, as women, as individuals, not as moms, just as who we are, that constant feeling that those have to go on the back burner and that we're always putting the needs and concerns of others in front of our own, preventing us from doing things that really are important to us. I came very close at least four times not only to canceling the boot camp because of the fear of the unknown, the fact that I felt like I couldn't plan it to perfection, but also because of the mom guilt of not being the one to do the orientation days. And guys, my husband and daughter had a fantastic time. They laughed their whole way there. They laughed their whole way back. And yet I felt like I really struggled with that feeling of, oh, I'm not going to be a good mom if I don't make that my top priority. Whereas I had made some big plans. I had made a commitment. I had put a lot of time and energy, as I always do, into getting ready to run that boot camp. And it is something that is important to me, not just because it's a part of my business, but mostly because it's my opportunity to help people and to serve. And I know that the people who go through the boot camp come out on the other end feeling reinvigorated and feeling like, oh my gosh, I can do this. I can get these things in place in my calendar. I can have some time freedom. I don't have to feel overwhelmed. I know that delivering this boot camp is my opportunity to help hundreds of people. And yet I was still feeling like that guilt of not putting my mom hat on above all other hats. And guys, I'm a work in progress with this. I certainly, obviously, by sharing this story, this just happened last month. This is something that is a constant battle, and I know it's something a lot of women face as well. But I will tell you this, every single time I make the decision to say, no, this specific moment here is actually more important for a number of reasons than being a mom in that moment, it has ended up blessing everybody and so many more people. Nothing bad has happened. My relationship with my daughter is not suffering. I now I'm not going to go, oh my goodness, I'm the world's worst mom ever. And it just reaffirms both for me that things that are important to me deserve to be treated that way. And it also reinforces to my family and my daughter in particular as well that, you know what, (laughs) it's important to be you along with being a mom, a wife, a friend, all of that. Because when I think of her 30 years from now, I want her to remember maybe those moments where if she's battling what to do and where her priority should be to remember, hey, you know what, there were times my mom put things important to her first and that was okay. So I hope that this, you know, first, I hope it just provided some humor in today because I'm quite certain that many of you can relate to my story of sometimes it just feels like you can't win, right? Like it's just one thing after another that finally you just have to start laughing, but know you're in good company. Know that we all go through that. But most importantly, I want you all to remember what's important to you outside of the roles that you play for other 
is important and it deserves to be prioritized that way. And we need to get so much better at not feeling guilty about it, right? Okay, so I hope that this was a helpful conversation for you. Yes, my husband's toe has healed beautifully. It ended up, it wasn't broken, just severely damaged. And I will see you guys all back here again soon. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.